Welcome back to your best year starts here. And Nigel, in last week's episode, you were promising to share something and then you didn't. So do you want to do that this week? Your best year starts right here. Perhaps the best is this one. Well, I don't know if I can be asked. And the reason I'm not sure I can be asked is because of what I said last week, which was the reason why most of this is never going to happen is for one simple word. And apologies if you were in New Zealand last week, because I shared this in my new speech about the words. Are you ready for it? Go for it. I'm not sure I can be bothered. Procrastination. Ah, that subject. Have you ever, do you know where the word comes from? Go for it, gone. Okay, it's a Latin word, pro meaning forward. Yep. And castination meaning tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So this idea, we're not ready to, we're going to go, but not yet, manana in a way. Yeah. And what's really interesting is that everyone who is listening to this has probably said, I'm going to do it. I'm nearly ready to do it. I'm ne- Monday's normally the good day to start diets. And technologically, and I've shared this with you over the last year and a half, you know, I'm going to get a Mac. I'm ready to get a Mac. I'm and then you did coming. actually get one, Yes, to be fair. I did get one, but then for the last three weeks, I didn't have my green screen. I wasn't quite ready, and I needed time to prepare. And then as you came to my house this week, we had to open the box because I hadn't even got it out of the box because I was waiting. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem is, is that all the good stuff that we've taught in 2019 when we started all this... And in 2020, there are still some people who really need to go back to episode one to realise that if you want your best year to start now, the clue is in the the last letters of now. Yep. The problem is we're just waiting for the right time. And normally those people go on holiday to a place called Sunday Isle. Someday I'll do this, someday I'll do that. Yeah, and it's a fantastic place to go on holiday, but you actually never quite get there. So the question is, what's the real fear... And I nearly shared about it in the last episode that, you know, my fear of being stupid is why I'll stick with my AOL because that's my email address just in case anyone, you know, I don't have some fancy email. So I have Nigel at NigelRizzo.com, but it goes to my AOL address because I've always had it. Yep. And I should change it, but I can't be asked. And I should have a more sophisticated system because I could have Chief Monkey at NigelRizzo.com, but I haven't quite got round to it. But if I had thought four years ago, I, I should have had a podcast. Mm-hmm. If I go back t- 15 years ago, I should have had a book. And because of circumstances, you know, meeting you when you emceed at an amazing event and we got together. I was lucky that I met a guy who just published a book with Capstone. So he introduced me. A lot of times it's sliding doors in my life yep. that have made me do stuff. And every day, week, month, year, I'm not... I'm losing money. So I, I want to share to the world that Neil and I are just about to start launching a new, uh, trying to get the video program something on presentation <laughs> skills. I can't think of the word. Yeah. And, and it should be launched. And when I say it should be launched, just down to timing, the second week in January, we will have our first episode out for launch on a how to present really effectively to give you your best year. So instead of just how to have your best year, this is going to be how to present so you have your best year, how you can be more effective in your communication. I've been thinking about a video series. I've been thinking about some Udemy course. Is it Udemy? Yeah, Udemy. Whatever they are. 
but I've been procrastinating. And then I thought, remember a couple of weeks ago, I said to you, I think we're ready. We need a bit of kit. And obviously Neil has the kit because Neil has all the kit. <laughs> uh, but it's this idea that why aren't we doing what we said we were going to do? And I don't want to go back into goal setting, but very often we have too many goals. I've realised this. So I want to declare to everyone, if you can only have three goals, and we've spoken about smarter goals, I think three is enough to get us through to the end of the year. I think three is enough to start the new year. And whilst most people at New Year's Eve, and it's coming up to New Year's Eve, are going to start thinking about what I want to achieve in 2021, I'm going to be the anti-motivational speaker that says, you've got too many things on your list. Yep. Because you're going to look at the list and it's going to be exhausting. And you're not going to do any of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the problem is you're going to start... You're going to start trying to do all of it, yeah. not be able to sustain it, and then give up and do none yeah, of it. So if yeah. you think that, you know, this time last year, my book, Zookeeper Rules for the Office, came out. But it took me 10 years to write the second book. This time, we've, we created a personality assessment tool. So I've only really done one or two big projects. Yep. But they've gone really well. And I think the lesson I'm really trying to say to you, Neil, because I know your book is nearly ready to come out and our new course is nearly ready to come out, if we were to limit ourselves to a maximum of three big goals, I think there's a good chance we can support each other and get them done. Yep. If we have this long list of, you know, we're going to sort out relationships, we're going to sort out our parents, we're going to sort out money, we're going to sort out the camera, we're going to sort out the green screen. There's just too many. Yep. Not only do we lose focus... But we go back to our CBA moments, which just can't be asked, because it's just overwhelming. There's two things I want to say here. One is, um, there's a guy called Leo Babauta who writes a blog called Zen Habits. And one of my favorite blog articles I've ever read is one that he wrote, where he basically talks about the idea of people trying to start too many new habits at once. And instead of doing that, why not start one new habit a month? So if you made one positive change per month, after three years, you'd have implemented 36 new positive habits. But most people, going back to what you're saying about like New Year's Day, try and do 36 at once and then wonder why they fail. Because they're trying to turn the whole life upside down rather than go, what's well, some small thing I can do? Okay, now I've kind of bedded that in and it's become normal. What's the next small thing I can do? Well, Stephen Covey only had a book called Seven Habits. Exactly. Right. He didn't have 449. But exactly, right? So it's, it's that kind of thing. But the other thing I want to say is, you talk about can't be asked, Okay. I want to introduce a little lost in translation thing here between the UK and the US, because I know we have listeners in other countries as well, um, not just here. Okay. Um, spell the word asked for me, Nigel. Well, I, I thought it was A-R-S-E-D. Yeah, it is. Now, if I told you that um, somebody I'm very close to from the US heard me say that lots of times and it only happened to be in conversation one day that i discovered they hadn't been hearing a-r-s-e-d they'd she be a-s-k-e-d a-s-k-e-d as in no one can ask me to do that i'm not <laughs> gonna do that thing not i can't be bothered to do that thing right and it's I think slightly it's slightly lost in translation. Yeah, but I think it's a really important thing to bring up because one of the things that we've said a lot of times in, you know, in our 100 plus episodes is, you know, you've got to do it for yourself, but you can't do it alone. And you've got to be prepared to ask people for help. And, you know, there are some people who can't be asked as in they will turn you down. Right. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't keep asking. And I think one of the one of the big things is anything new you're trying to do in 2021 What's the support you need to do that? 
and that might just be someone to hold you accountable. That uh, might Neil be... Martin, if it's technical, if it's technologically, <laughs> ask Neil Martin. Don't ask Nigel Risner. Ask Neil Martin. But you know, it might it might be someone to hold you accountable. It might be someone to train you on something. It might be someone to do something for you, so you don't even have to think about it. The point is, it doesn't really matter. But there will always be stuff you can't just do on your own. And so who can you ask for that help? But that's when we procrastinate, because we don't have a simple answer. Exactly. And instead of reaching out... Exactly. Rather rather than going, hey, do you know what? This thing's going to take me six months to figure out, so I can't be asked to do it. Who's somebody that could actually short-circuit those six months and get me there in a week or whatever? I think it's worse than that. See, I knew you knew the answer, but I was either waiting for the right time Yep. Or I had other stuff that I thought was more important. Even though financially this would make a difference to me, my kids and my new grandchild to me, and all the rest. So there was importance. And that's why I'm saying goal setting sometimes isn't the right way forward. It's about really limiting and being laser focused. Yep. So that we don't have this... What's the word I'm looking for? We don't have this... I'll do it next time soon-ish when the time is right. Make a decision... So I spoke it when I was in New Zealand, or when I was in New Zealand, when I was speaking in New Zealand, I said, make a list of can't versus won't. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't do certain things, but for a million dollars, I bloody well will, mm-hmm. or I won't do it. And so I, I won't do certain things because technically that's just not what I want to do. I don't want to spend my time with yep. an OBS, which I understood stood for one button system. Don't know. I don't know what it stands no, for. I, I know what it is, but I don't no, know what it stands for. No, but I think that's what it stands for. for. Okay. But, but I thought it was something sophisticated. Yeah. It was like the word albeit. Do you know what an albeit is? Nope. Well, no. It says albeit. But, ah, okay. But when I kept seeing this word, I thought, what's an albeit? So I'm just saying there's lots of things that I won't do because that's just not my thing, but there's very little I can't do. Yep. So I'm making a list now of things that I, I th- in my mind I can't do, then deciding, is that a can't do or I won't do it? If I can do it but I don't want to do it, yeah, who, who can, can support me? me? Yeah, totally. But then I'm putting now a new thing, which is if by the end of December, or in this case the end of January, I'm not going to get the start of our filming for our new paid course, then I'm going to scrap it. Mm-hmm. Because it's just never going to happen. Mm-hmm. I wanted a green screen in my office before the end of 2020. Strange enough, one. I've got yeah. one because I put a date to it. Yep. Now, my friend David Heiner, who talks about massive rhino goals, will say, well, he's always taught that. You know, you've got to have a date and you've got to be really, really specific with it. I think for me, I've overwhelmed myself with so many things mm-hmm. that now I'm cutting right back. So I think in 2021, I will learn my ecam live i will learn how to have our new film product out and i will learn how to get some health and fitness sorted out because i'm having another operation that's all i'm committing to for 2021 at the moment yeah now i'm just going to repeat that that's all i'm committing to i know there's loads of other things people may want me to do until those three things the course is up and running my consultants have said my nosebleeds have stopped and I can play on my OBS and my Ecamm Live, I'm not committed to anything else. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to commit to so we stop procrastinating, Neil? 
Well, I think, you know, for me, the probably the biggest thing is actually the book that kind of talks about procrastination being available. Now, it may well be available by the time you're listening to this episode. It might not. But that is one of my number one priorities right now is actually making sure that book is available for people to read. You know, the manuscript is pretty much finished. There's a few little tweaks, a few you know extra stories and things going in, but it's it's pretty much ready to go. Um, the cover design has started, you know, so by the time you're listening to this, all of that stuff should be ready. And so there's a pretty good chance that it's on Amazon right now. Um, but there's also a small possibility that it's not, but that's one of my number one things. And really that's a 2020 thing, not a 2021 thing. Um, and if I'm honest, that's probably my biggest focus. Okay. So it's kind of like, I'm very much a, I want that done and then I'll figure out what comes after it. But, you know, I've got some things I want to do in terms of online learning platforms and stuff, which the stuff we're doing together ties in with. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. But, you know, the stuff we're working on ties in with that. Um, One of the big lessons I've got from 2020 is, you know, a lot of the stuff I do on stages, well, those stages aren't there in that same way. And I think if I'm, if I'm honest and please don't take offense to this, if you identify with what I'm about to describe, I'm not talking about you, Nigel, but maybe some of our listeners, if you're someone that does okay on a stage, but has become pretty lame online, then I don't want to do that. I think he's talking about me. No, I'm not actually, because your your content and your energy as a human being translates through a screen just as well as it does in a in a live room. There are other people I've seen where the the energy is dead, and it's so hard to watch them on a video. It's so hard to to watch their content being delivered in this medium. Um, that to be honest, I'm, I'm not sure people are actually engaging with it the way they should. And so for me, I, you know, I want to launch online stuff in a different way. I don't want it to be recordings from the back of a training room. I don't want it to be the same presentation that we've seen 15, 20, you know, 150, whatever it is, times just done to a camera instead of an audience. I want it to be something designed for that environment. And so that's another big thing for me, because I reckon we're six to 12 months away from being anything like normal events again. You see, I think that's the issue that I have. I don't think we're ever going to go back to the way it was. Not exactly I think, as I think it was, half no. of the events will be only online. Yep. And there'll be small rooms of people and everyone will be Zoomed in. Yep. I, I don't understand why you'd have a global conference unless half it was about networking and exhibitors. I think what's happened is the exhibitors at conferences have missed out. The networking at conferences have, have missed out. Yep. The content for the pure... Uh, Big chairman's report can be done online. Yep. You know, the idea of all flying to somewhere. Yeah, it's not necessary. Unless you want to meet exhibitors, and the exhibitors are going to fund the conferences, and, you know, the networking. I mean, I'm not a big networker, but I miss, after an event, going to the bar to have my Diet Coke and talking to people. Because even when I do an event and I say, I'll stay online, people don't want to do that because they've heard you speak. And it's just chit-chat then. Yeah. But can I go back to what I originally started with, which was about procrastination? If everyone who is listening to this wanted to email us their three number one goals, which sounds a bit of an oxymoron here, but their three goals and only their three goals, would it be fair to say, Neil, if we could support them, we would? Absolutely. And that we might have a few surprises in, in 2021 and beyond in ways we could make your 
So let's say we had a member who had a goal and we thought if we could reach out to our 20, 30,000 people who are listening, they could support, that would be an amazing thing to do. Yep. And I don't want to go back to you must get support, but you must get support. But I think everyone who's listening has got to understand a very large goal-setting list of things you want to achieve is unlikely to happen. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think the other thing I'll just say to kind of wrap this up is well, two things, actually. One is I prefer the word outcome to goal, but that's just a personal thing. For me, a goal you aim at, an outcome you achieve. It's just my own you know, my own perception around the semantics of So three outcomes words. you'd like to achieve it's in 2021. But I think it's also, depending on the size of your outcome, it's recognising that there are smaller outcomes within that. So, you know, you might have three things you want to achieve in 2021 that might break down to, you know, nine things you need to do in January of 2021 that actually line up the progress to get you to the three big things by the end of the year. Okay, but I'm still going to contradict slightly that I still only want people to work on three things. Because until you do those three things... <laughs> but, 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 but I think what I'm saying is... There's three things, but they, there might be lots of actions that lead towards them or lots of things you need to explore. Yeah, okay, get that. You know, and, it's, and it's how you break that big thing down into something smaller. You know, how, how do all of us live our lives? Well, one day at a time, whether we choose to or not, that's actually what we're doing. You know, the people that have found 2020 easier of the people I've spoken to are the people who've stayed very much focused in the day. You know, they've stayed in the room, as you would put it. And that means that they haven't yeah, but worried that, but about outcome, what's But the outcome coming. they wanted for that day was to get through that day. Yes. That's all I want people to do. And, that, and that's kind of my point. It's like, you know, you might have an outcome for the year, but, okay, within that, what do you actually need to do this month that makes you feel like you've got momentum, that makes you feel like you've got progress? And then what do you need to do this week? Then what do you need to do today? And that your, you know, your task for today that takes you towards your big thing for the year might only take you 10 minutes today, but you feel like you've made some kind of progress. And it's that progress that will ultimately get you where you want to be. Can you get your hands in the air like this for me, Neil? Absolutely, I can. That's what we need to do when we do accomplishment number one. Yeah! Hey! Exactly. But, that, but that's all it needs to be. I think we keep waiting for this big thing to occur. And because it doesn't occur, we then give up on it. Yeah, totally. It hasn't occurred. Celebrate all the small wins. There you go. See you oh. next week. Yeah, see you next week. Your best year. It starts right here.